0: Hey guys, and welcome to... Sh- I don't even know the name of our podcast. <laughs> hey guys, and welcome to Send Us Your Nudes, a podcast where we talk about music, pop culture, entertainment, whatever interests us really, just because, you know, that's that's really all this is. Because we're self-serving. Because we're self-serving. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that voice, as you know, is Kelsey. And who are you? Oh, I'm Zach. Nobody cares about that. So... Do...
1: I told Zach that this week he should open the podcast up. And he was like, man, what do you say again? I'm like, it doesn't have to be anything specific.
0: Well, true, true. But there's that, that horror that I feel when I have to take the lead on something.
1: Oh, I thought you were calling me a whore. Like, no, no, no. I yeah, have to it, get the whore voice, you know, right? I just
0: have to make <laughs> sure I've got the whoreiness that oh you exude. Oh, my God. When you lure our listeners into our unseeming podcast. That's me. Yeah. The Lord. I don't know. So I think the reason that she did this, actually, is because last week I was busting her chops on how she was leading us into the show. Oh, yeah. I said, come on. Give us a little more energy.
1: Well, okay. I opened like I did the first episode when we started recording, and Zach literally looked at me and said... You've got to be kidding me! Like there was no enthusiasm well, whatsoever, okay. and so he was like, "You need to sound really happy and cheerful when you're saying it."
0: She said, "I'm not going to be somebody else." Well, you
1: no, I said, "I'm not going to be like some Mickey Mouse fuck,
0: okay, well, or
1: something like that yeah. when I'm when I'm greeting someone because it feels getting... in, it doesn't feel
0: genuine." But when so. We want to make sure that this podcast is fun and exciting to listen to fun. everybody wants to hear about macaroni
1: and cheese. He's like shaking his fists. He's getting like excitement. really excited. Yes.
0: It's like I'm uh, do, like um, I'm getting somebody pumped up. I'm getting the crowd pumped up for the next WCW match.
1: Oh, God. Come on, everybody. What does your sign say?
0: What does my sign does say? Does it say
1: Christopher, Christopher, Christopher?
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, it wouldn't be that good. Oh, okay. I would probably decide to do, like, one of those fat heads. Oh, man. But of somebody... Of nobody that actually of, wrestles? Yeah, <laughs> you know, like Wilford Brimley or something. Oh, man, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or
1: the, or the guy that, like, looks
0: like he's crying, but he's smiling. Or maybe Country Western Cat. I really, <gasps> you know... Ooh, yeah. I, I, I loved a meme that I saw the other day of Country Western Cat. And then we're over at my aunt's house for Thanksgiving, and she goes, Kelsey's there, and she goes, ooh, a cat. And I didn't realize Mom had a cat, and I turned and looked down the hallway. He thought it
1: was a real cat. I th-
0: yeah. For a second, I thought it was a real cat, but it was like this porcelain ceramic cat yeah, standing just there. Just sitting in the hallway. With this long, wispy, you know, hair. It looked like fur. the country
1: western cat that sings Country Roads.
0: Yeah, so anyways, yeah, with, minus the hat, of course, because...
1: No, you would have to have a hat. No, what on, on the cat
0: that was in my aunt's house? Oh, okay, I have a hat. yeah, yeah. No, that, that would have been strange. If, though. If honestly. I had
1: a fat head, at, if I had to pick a fat head that was a cat for a WWE match, it would be the salad cat.
0: Oh, I thought you were gonna say Bubs. Oh, little Bub. Little Bub. Yeah, maybe.
1: I don't know. Like, I feel well, I know like you're a little Bub freak. I am a little Bub freak. Freak. I think you're freaky. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm a little Bub. I think you're freaky.
1: Yeah. No, I would pick the the salad cat meme. You know, the cat that's like,
0: oh, with the ladies yelling yeah. at him, and then yeah. the
1: cat like is hissing over a plate of salad. That's the one I would pick. That's... But just the cat, not the lady.
0: I don't. I, I... I, where's What are the origins of that meme, even?
1: I've heard that it has some like bad origins. Not the cat side, but like the lady side.
0: It looks like a Real Housewives TV show. It is show. a
1: Real Housewives TV show. Okay. Yeah, you're right. That's um, what it looked like. No, I was told that its origins come from Real Housewives, and it was like kind of a crappy situation that the picture came out of.
0: Oh, something real bad actually Something real bad
1: actually that happened and I'm not sure like how comfortable I feel sharing that meme. I think it's funny. I think it's a great meme, but like because of the lady in the picture and what was going on, like that side, I don't, I don't feel comfortable sharing, but if it's just the cat with the salad, then I'm all right with it.
0: Yeah. Just the cat. Because the the
1: cat and the salad are what make it funny anyway.
0: That's true. That's true. That's where the joke lies, usually. But I did see a pretty good one. Okay, so you would appreciate this. <laughs> they were making fun of Aldi's. And they oh, the Aldi yeah. Version. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a different woman and, it and a was different like, cat. Yeah, it was similar... two
1: ladies that were, like, standing. One was standing in front of the other, and they weren't actually yelling. They were just kind of like, uh, <laughs> like, making, like, a Tina Belcher. It looked like they were actively making Tina Belcher noises. Um, and then there was a cat that looked kind of like Turbo.
0: Speaking of Turbo, though. Speaking of Turbo, yeah. <laughs> what we've done, because, so, episode two, uh, episode one, yeah, we had a little bit of a fiasco, where Turbo burrowed through the walls with his little kit, kitty spoon.
1: He MacGyvered his way through and, the door.
0: And made it past our defenses multiple times, and we ended up having to secure him in high security uh, lockdown facility, known, known as a cat carrier. We do not have the cat carrier any longer.
1: Well, no. That's not why he's not in the cat carrier, though.
0: Like I suggested. Sure, sure. So we had we had to figure out a way to to make it fun to make it fun, but still, (laughs) like maybe accomplish our objective. Of course, there's a part of us that has set this up for failure, just to be genuine, Uh, (laughs) hoping that he would kind of make it through. Yeah, I'm still really, really,
1: I'm really rooting for him.
0: He's still kind of the same defenses, though, that I would naturally employ that he's gotten by uh, hundreds of times, honestly. But this time, instead of just one door blocking him, we've got... Two. Two doors. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> So
1: I told Zach when I came over today, like one of the first things I said to him was, "Can we lock Turbo in a room and see if he can escape?"
0: Just any room, you know, like can lock we door. can we
1: pick can we pick somewhere he hasn't been locked behind and see if he can get out? And Zach was like, "Sure."
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
1: Whatever. So we locked him in the laundry room where Zach has said he's escaped before and like climbed the wall the door, onto the
0: door. The door has slats in it so the air can pass through but yet still of course close out the light and whatnot anyways it's angled in a manner that turbo can jump onto the washing machine and then jump onto the back of the door literally hanging off of the back of the door like a rock climber
1: (laughs) and just and, and
0: he will and you'll see his little claws and sometimes he can kind of stick a bit of his paw through. Of course. And you'll hear him just meowing away. And it's hilarious. Because he's
1: hanging for his life he, on he, the back he,
0: of a door. He can, he can simply jump down. It's not that precarious. But still, he puts himself in that position. And it's hilarious to know that he's hanging there. And so if you time it just right and you're standing by the door, there's been many times where I've just opened the door and he's still claw, clawed onto <laughs> the back of it. But looking at you in normal cat manner, what's up? What you like, doing, I'm just hanging I'm out. I'm just hanging out on the back like, of the Like, I'm not doing anything suspicious. Well, we've got him locked up. We locked him up at 9-11. It's 9-38 now. So, he's he we, our our defenses have lasted pretty well in 27 minutes. We'll see how far that goes.
1: I hear a rustling sound. So, like, we, hold on a second. Okay.
0: Yeah, I, I don't. I don't hear anything when he. I
1: think it's just wishful thinking. Like I'm hoping that he's somehow getting through the second door.
0: Well, you might just be having flashbacks of of last the hundreds time. of times, just in general day to day life, that he meows away for no reason, and and you know employs his shenanigans as cats do. We'll see how long it lasts.
1: I'm really rooting for him. I'm hoping that he can get th- get in here in under an hour. Under an hour. Yeah. Okay.
0: I think he probably will yeah Honestly.
1: okay so at 10, 11, at 10 11 we need to we need to check and see how far he's gotten
0: he'll he'll probably make it out by then okay good so kelsey how's your week been
1: it's been all right
0: just all right um, yeah oh, what a canned response
1: well it's okay how about, well okay you. What?
0: <laughs> how about you
1: how about you well it's been thanksgiving and unfortunately i did not get to go home for thanksgiving yeah. So I did not, like, I would have been leaving on, like, Wednesday morning and going home. So instead of going home, I decided I was going to work this week. And um, it's been a fun traveling week to work. Although I did get to spend Thanksgiving with my friend Sarah and Abe. And I also got to go to your family's yeah house for Thanksgiving, which was interesting.
0: Yeah, my family, uh, it was Quite a collection of characters. And the the people that were present are, of course, like, you know, my elder generations. My great aunt, my grandparents, my uncle. They, of course, are going, so what's this podcast thing? It, initially, <laughs> actually, initially, actually, my grandmother said, be sure to invite your blog friend over. And I was like, okay, Grandma. Grandmother, I should say. Oh, she listens to this. Oh, she's going to have my head. Okay, grandmother.
1: i do not know, grandma.
0: Yeah, she's like she <laughs> she, does, she can't be she can't stand to be called grandma. I don't know why. I'm sure that you listeners probably have relatives that are odd about what they're called. But at any my rate, gram's
1: like that. She doesn't like she? to be called grandma. That's why she's called gram.
0: Gram. Gram. Gram, gram almost sounds worse than grandma. Uh,
1: yeah. she likes gram.
0: Gram's cool enough for. her?
1: Yeah, she she joked around when I was younger that she wanted to be called grandmama. <laughs> and she would like you know do the whole thing with her hands grandmama. like she was royal uh, she'd be like oh i'm grandmama but she settled with gram
0: my grandmother's favorite nickname was mom whenever she would like come to school to pick me up when i was really young in uh-huh. elementary school teachers or faculty would think that she was my mother because you called her mom no i didn't call her mom but when she would say oh i'm here to pick up zachary all of a sudden they're like Zach, your mom's here. Not even really asking her. Yeah. Well, now that's a curious thought, actually. They're trying. They're they're just giving her a way to pretty much giving me way to pretty much whoever. Any lady that, that could comes could in possibly and they're your related mom. To me. Huh. That's curious. Well, I'm sure things are much better now.
1: It was the '90s, though.
0: Yeah. It was the '90s. So, Anything went in the '90s. You could take whatever kid you wanted. It's fine. As long as you've got one to return it's you know one for you've one so Yeah it's like it's like Blockbuster you know when you get done with that kid you can trade it and get another one Yeah she relished in the fact that we called her or she was called mom so grandmother is the only thing she lets fly unless it's my niece mm-hmm. that she doesn't see a lot of Yeah when McKinley is around whatever acknowledgement that my grandmother can get period is she fantastic accepts. My niece Denise could use the first curse word that she ever learned when referring to grandmother. And grandmother would And eat she'd it be up. okay? She'd be totally cool with it.
1: She'd be, like, she'd be okay with nanny. You're right. You're right on
0: your, no, you're right on your GD, Grandma. Oh, God. <laughs> Not that she would ever use those words because she's a, you know...
1: A small baby angel.
0: A, a baby angel. <laughs> so you had some interesting traveling going on. I heard that you got a little bit of a... Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: what happened? Apparently uh, you had some Mad Max style road rage going on Uh, it wasn't me that did it projectiles were being thrown at you yeah
1: it was the first time i'd ever made someone mad on the road where they took it out on me by throwing shit at my car
0: okay because i wasn't going to believe that that was the first person you ever made mad no
1: absolutely not (laughs) no so today i was on my way to work i actually when i got into zach's house today i was like i'm stressed out i almost got into three wrecks today because it had been raining really hard all day today. Today, someone decided that they were going to get mad at me for going around them on the road because I could see that they were texting, and they were going really slow in a 45 mile per hour zone. And so I went around them, and they got mad and pulled up beside my car and like drove the same speed as me And I was trying to not look over at them while I was driving because I'm like, they're trying to antagonize me. Yeah. I didn't do anything. I just kept driving and the lady was trying to get my attention. So she threw a full Gatorade bottle at my car. Oh, my God. And then she threw a Wendy's bag full of trash at my car. And then she threw another bottle at my car. All the
0: stuff bouncing off your car.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, is like I was on the, the left lane and she was on the right lane. Yeah. So, like, all this trash was going to the cars behind us. Okay. And it was a very congested traffic area. So, oh. I was swerving. I was like, she just kept throwing crap at my car. I don't know what was going on behind me. I don't, I'm i sure they were swerving, too. God
0: knows what was in that Wendy's cup. It could have been, you know. Oh, my God. Metal. <laughs> a mol- Molotov cocktail.
1: <laughs> just a Molotov cocktail in that Wendy's disguised bag. guy's
0: in a Wendy's cup.
1: Yeah, I was just. It was so it stressed me out. And then I got to work and I had to tell the story again because
0: You had to relive your agony. I had
1: to relive well, I was already shaken up when I got to work.
0: Okay, but this but this other driver, like so what what ended the encounter did they just like end up turning no they
1: drove beside me the entire time until i got onto the interstate and
0: you just completely and i was
1: trying to ignore them i like looked over a little bit and i just kept seeing her like screaming and yelling and throwing her arms and not even looking at the road and i was like she's gonna fucking wreck
0: did you catch any of what she was saying do you remember what she was i don't know what
1: she was saying it was raining.
0: Oh. Okay,
1: but she had her window down while it was raining, throwing crap at me at my car. Man,
0: that, that's so strange. It was so stupid. And it's multiple lanes. It's not like you cut it's her off. It's two lanes.
1: Yeah, you just, I didn't cut her off. Just I just got went around from, her. I just
0: got from behind her. Got. I went around her and started driving straight. Started did you driving. get back? Did you get back in front of her? Yeah. And then.
1: Then that's when she got mad. I don't know why. She wasn't even looking at the road. She's looking at her phone. So I, it was just. It was dumb. It was a dumb time. What a great, case, what funny.
0: a great way to what 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 a great way to end a week. I think that would be. I think it would be good to just take all those all the people that drive like that and just kind of put them in a coliseum and watch them have their own oh, little man. demolition derby.
1: Hyperdrive. Well,
0: yeah, hyperdrive. Except it would be called what. Hypocrite drive. No. Hypocrite drive? <laughs> well, I'm sure they're all thinking that they're the best drivers. Well, what... And a, that's why they get so... What kind of competition would it be?
1: If y'all don't know, Hyperdrive is a Netflix show that is like a, a speed course, like drifting competition that Zach and I watched the entire for Like, we watched the entire first season. Like we in a, it. In like... Yeah, in a day. Almost, or maybe two days. It was two days. It was two days. And it was... So freaking exciting! Like Zach was so excited that he got up. You know how little kids like get really excited about TV shows, so they stand in front of the TV and just stare at the TV. That's what Zach was doing during the show.
0: I left. I I, I was I was comfortably seated in my in my sofa until okay, I okay. was on the edge of my seat. And then you and got then up I and got stood got in front of the TV and got closer and closer to the TV as it went uh-huh. on, just because. I mean, it's high-stakes stuff. You got these drivers, a lot of them amateurs, that don't exactly know what they're doing. Well, I mean, S- some of them. Know I was going to say a lot, I mean, a lot of them I mean, are really a lot really of them know what they're doing, but a lot of them, if not the majority of them, are amateurs. I mean, really, when you think about the world of dr- of drift racing. It's mostly amateurs. I mean, there's not a lot of professional elements to it. There's just regular amateur competition. Anyways, these people have assembled this ridiculous track that's covered in all kinds of obstacles.
1: Well, you say ridiculous track, but they reassemble it. Every round. So every there's like round, a new track
0: a every round. Yeah, they change the order of the obstacles and, you know, basically make a new track constantly. Which I think in one way is unfair just because every heat, you know, it changes. And some of them are more difficult than the others. And so you get some people getting benefits while others don't even get to race it all because they did so well in the first race so they don't make it in the subsequent heats they don't get the experience they don't get yeah. the, the track time well there is that one guy that
1: raced in every race the the french guy
0: there was a french man and
1: he made it to the like very final
0: he had a he had a what was it an s12 i don't remember what S, he had um basically a 240 sx uh early 90s but he had a bmw engine swapped into it and it was painted the scheme of a, of a black and white police car.
1: Yeah, and it even had the like the blue and red police yeah, light. It had the bubble the, light. The classic bubble light on the top of it. Yeah. And he was called, what was he called like the. He wasn't the sheriff, because there was it a was, guy named the sheriff there. Yeah, a there green was a car. Brazilian
0: guy but, named the sheriff.
1: But this guy, he just had a police car.
0: Yeah. I, what did they <sighs> call him? The madman or something like that?
1: I, they called him the Frenchman, like a lot.
0: Well, yeah, because, gosh, well, it's the guy from France. Let's call him the Frenchman. He
1: was, he was really funny, though. Like, he
0: was a hilarious guy. He was really endearing, actually. At first, I yeah. thought that I might not really like him.
1: But then you wound up reading for him because you're like, man, this guy's crazy. He keeps he blowing his crazy. car up.
0: He was pushing the car to its limits. It was finishing up the show pretty much smoking at the end of every race. At one point, literally on fire. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then you've got these other guys that are so easy to root against because they go out there and they got a really nice car that they've dumped a lot of money into, but they don't know what they're doing. So they decide to make a Lamborghini that's oh, all wheel yeah. drive.
1: That guy that you hated.
0: They take he he's got that's, money. He's
1: got money. He's he gets a car that like doesn't drift at all and just like
0: Yeah, he gets an all wheel drive car for a drift competition. But see, the thing is, is that the guy is there because he's too smart for his own good. Yeah. He's an engineer that can just pretty much do whatever he wants with some piece of technology. And he decided, okay, we're going to make a manually controllable all-wheel drive to two-wheel drive system. So that whenever I need to drift, I can disable the front wheels and it will turn it into a rear-wheel drive car so that I can just punch it and drift. But the computer system in the Lamborghini didn't like that at all. Yeah, and apparently I know he flooded he
1: it like once when he was going through like the water section. Yeah,
0: there was a re- there was some really strange obstacles in this show, and they had a lot of them in- involving water, which had their own troubles. A lot of cars ended up dying from water ingestion, and I mean some of that stuff was heartbreaking. There was that little girl that was from South Africa. She's from South Africa. She was from South Africa. Yeah, she was Probably lived in Johannesburg or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, she did. Okay. And she had an old BMW, but she was banging the rev limiter in that thing. Squalling tires, drifting all over the place. She She was really good until she got to water. And then she got to the water, and it ingested water, and it died. And, of course, it's a really sad story because... The family they own a tow truck business, kind of like a garage tow truck business. Yeah. And the dad had to end up selling his tow truck just so he could afford to bring him and his daughter over in the car to the competition.
1: Yeah, it was sad.
0: I think the first round that she raced in was it the first round? That yeah, she it was raced the in?
1: first round that she raced in that she flooded the car and had to quit. Yeah. It, was, it sucked she was it like was 16 really, years old
0: it was really emotional you know she's crying the dad's crying but he's trying to let her know about how proud he is of her oh it was it was, was tear jerking but the, this the...
1: is what kind of competition I'm still I still need to know
0: oh god for
1: for all these shitty drivers out there on the road that are entitled and think that they
0: so, okay, we've got to take the elements of what makes them such crappy drivers and turn it into a scoring system for the show. To who can best be the worst asshole driver. Who can driver. best be the
1: worst driver?
0: Yes. A cutting off competition. Oh, okay. <laughs> where okay. where you have got, you've got all on a racetrack okay how close can
1: you get to the other car without taking the front end off of it
0: well i would say that contact is allowed as long as the contact does not lead into an accident so like you could push and bump on on bumpers but if you do something that makes them crash or spin out okay that's not legal okay so you've got these people that are literally racing around the track like nascar drivers but it's kind of a thing to get as close as you can, to cut them off. And even if you touch them, that's still kind of a good thing. I don't thing.
1: know that they should be racing, though. I feel like they should just be driving
0: normal. Well, I really just want them to wreck and suffer. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like
1: once you got them out yeah. there and said, okay, we're just going to drive normally around this track, some people would start racing anyway. That's so tr- it doesn't, it doesn't ah. matter. We don't actually tell them, like, so this is a race. The we just say... You get out there, you're just gonna drive from point A to point B. Just that's, see that's what all they we did. want. We just want you to drive. There's no winner. How anticlimactic. <laughs> There's no winner and we just it's like putting it's like putting them in like a, a testing area and saying, How are you gonna react?
0: I've got it.
1: When you're faced with other people in general. Just I've got driving. It.
0: Okay, this is it. This is what we're gonna okay. have them do. It is going to be like a race where they're on a track going around and around in circles. Yeah. But they're only allowed to go between 40, no. 45 you know,
1: and 60 miles an hour. No, no, no,
0: no, no. No, even tighter than that. Oh, man. Like from 43 to 46 miles an hour.
1: Why would you do
0: that? <laughs> They're all started off like in this grid formation, and they can, and their cars only go between that speed. Once they accelerate and get up to that speed, they only get to that speed. Okay. So some of them will just happen to be going a little bit faster or a little bit slower. And really, whoever ends up in front wins, but they can only go that fast. So they're constantly like... So it's just congested to, the entire just congested way. It's congested the whole time. They're in this big pack, and they're constantly just trying to figure out a way to get by them. And they're all getting so frustrated because their cars only go 46 miles an hour. Okay, and we have to give everyone
1: a phone. And every, every so often, you get a text from someone, and you have to text back.
0: You have to answer While a question, you're... is there a test? Yes. Can we make it a test? It
1: could be like, like a, it has to be, it's like a text from your grandma that says, are you coming over for, for dinner or something? And you have to text them back. Like, there's a timer on the phone. Like, you have to text them back in, like, They're just simple minutes. questions yeah. that they have to respond to. They're just simple to. questions that they can say yes or no to. Yeah. But they have to text while they're driving. And obviously, everyone's going to be safe and they're going to have helmets on and, and shit.
0: Yeah, not going that fast.
1: Yeah, and they're not gonna be going that fast. But no, th- they're it. gonna have to be texting, like every so often. No, no. It's None just of gonna them. be like an alarm that goes off and they have to pick their phone up and they have to like respond. And then while that's going on, like their radio will just flare up like really loudly.
0: So we're just agonizing these people as they're driving. We're just to bring putting assholes. we're putting them like we're putting
1: them in a boiling pot. And yeah. seeing who explodes first.
0: Seeing who flies out of the pot. Uh-huh. I hear you.
1: And we'll see how agitated they get, and that just brings out their assholery.
0: I think it's a million-dollar idea. Yeah. Network executives, you know where to reach us. Send us your nudes podcast at gmail.com. That's nudes. not what it is. That's not <laughs> even Gmail. Nudes it's podcast. It's
1: nudespodcast at gmail.com. N-O-O-D-Z podcast at gmail.com. What show is this? The only show that you're on.
0: <laughs> How do you know? Anybody can make a podcast. I mean, clearly. Look oh at us. Oh my god. I, I could have know. several. You don't know that.
1: I already know you don't have several. Because I would already know. You'd be bragging about them to me. I would
0: be. And you also know that I'm, I'm far too lazy to really put that you, much you effort into You need someone else to,
1: to light the fire into your ass.
0: That's true. That's true in most situations. Uh-huh. Yeah. I am a um, terrible human being. Very lazy. Why are
1: you like kind of smiling but not smiling?
0: Well, you know, it's that yeah. The awkward realization of what you are. Well, I already know what I am.
1: <laughs> very vague. Very emo. Much yeah, I'm, emo.
0: I'm a sad boy.
1: <laughs> what did you do this week?
0: <laughs> I'm trying to think. I mean I've got I've got nothing other than
1: Turbo has ten minutes, by the way.
0: Turbo has ten minutes, okay. Uh-huh. I just think about Thanksgiving, work. I had the most disgusting experience at work. I had to wash the deer remains. Ooh! Off of the bottom of a car. Yeah. This customer decided that she was going to bring their car to a repair facility to determine whether or not there was any damages to the car. Oh, no. The reason that they... Did they they
1: accidentally hit a deer?
0: She purposely hit the deer. It was a deer carcass that was in the street. And instead of veering into oncoming traffic or veering off the road, she decided to just plow it. Oh, man. I mean, a lot lot of times... I mean,
1: like, that's the better choice. That is the safest choice
0: than, you know, almost losing control of your vehicle, trying to drive around Go around around it, yeah. Yeah, so she proceeded to drive ten more miles back home. And then, when arriving home, her husband walks out to inspect the damage and notices a large puddle of mysterious fluid underneath the vehicle. Yeah. Well, having drug a deer for ten miles... It's pretty safe to say that that was blood. Ooh. Yeah. He did. So know. was he the deer was, attached to the car? He thought it was transmission fluid. Yeah. When the car came to me, it came to me on a tow truck, even though it had been driving fine. Yeah. Plenty of transmission fluid in it, confirming that it was blood. Yeah. And lifting up the vehicle, uh, hard, to, hard to describe, but no, no real limbs or <laughs> significant pieces of deer were still stuck to the car.
1: Okay, that's good.
0: But there were still plenty of remains it, it was just like stuck to the car. There were literally sacks of meat hanging off of the bottom.
1: So it was a Quentin Tarantino movie under there?
0: Yeah, it was basically the back seat of Sam Jackson's car <laughs> in Pulp Fiction. Okay. And a lot of a lot of a lot of nastiness underneath that car. So when the adjuster came out to inspect the car, he was looking underneath it. And kind of in the amazement of just how disgusting it was under there. And he starts to get closer to underneath the car, and the smell hits him. Oh, God. And he gags and backs away. And at that time, I knew I had a winner. I knew that I had an adjuster on my side that would value yeah, the labor going into the job and would give me a, yeah. good, a good you know, uh, allotment of time to get the job done. See? So
1: was your job to just clean
0: it? Well... There was damage to the exhaust. Oh, okay. So I had to further assess what damages were to the exhaust and what to do to fix it and clean all the remains off. So I had to don a face mask. Oh, God. Like a little breathing apparatus. Uh-huh. And surprisingly, a lot of hydrogen peroxide in a squirt bottle because that hydrogen peroxide... Did you feel like
1: you were in like...
0: I felt like I was CSI? in... CSI? I felt like I was at a body cleanup gig.
1: Yeah, like you were like a uh, you could hear like the who playing in the background. Yeah, I was literally <laughs> I was literally
0: a cleaner. <laughs> Except the crime scene was a deer being, or oh, a deer carcass, I should say, being further mutilated underneath an accord. Oh no. Yeah. So, after about 5 hours of spraying with hydrogen peroxide and scrubbing <laughs> with a brush, I got it clean, actually quite clean. But what's funny, is in rinsing all of these remains off the bottom of the car after I've scrubbed and soaked it all down. It's all going into the floor. And people were like, why don't you get a pressure washer? Yeah, I want to be flinging deer guts. Everywhere. And and feces and intestinal matter. Ooh. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Everywhere with a pressure washer. Yeah, I want that spraying back on me.
1: And all over everything else. And all over everything else. In your bay.
0: But it ended up basically flooding the floor in the shop with this, like, brown deer mud. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! And I had a Y'all really hard time. you don't have any drains
1: or anything in the floor. In the center of the
0: shop, yes, but the center of the shop is also covered up with tons of tables and equipment and toolboxes and all kinds of stuff that I didn't want to, you know. And I mean, there was a lot of these large chunks of meat. Yeah, I was literally having to like chase down the floor with a garden hose and squeegee out the door. There's, there's. <laughs> and it, it looks like it looks like the deer got hit in our parking lot. Oh Cause, God. Because I'd had nowhere else to rinse this stuff out to. Oh no. <clears throat> yeah, that was that was my week. It didn't smell good. I promise you that. I I, I felt pretty disgusting.
1: That's it, good. But at the same time, you came home and you immediately, immediately showered. Took,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, decontaminated myself. I wish I, I had I wish I had an environmental suit for it.
1: Like a hazard suit. Absolutely. You were like huh. and death stranding. Like, when he gets oh, in the shower. Yeah. and death they like, straining. And they, like... Well, I mean, I, you probably didn't take a sample of your bath water.
0: I did not. Not um, this time.
1: Yeah, not this time. And use it as, like, a weapon. <laughs> but they show Norman Reedus in the shower, like, every time he takes a shower. In Death Stranding, yeah. And they show, like, all of the blood, like, washing off of him. And, like, all this weird ghost goo, like, washing off of
0: him. Yeah. That, that game... Death Stranding. The storyline in it is very complex. I have no yeah, idea what's time, going on whatsoever. Every time
1: I see Abe playing it, I always ask him like 50 questions and he's like, he answers them the best he can, but most of the time he's just like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
0: Well, part of that may be the impatience of dealing with somebody asking him 50 million questions.
1: Well, no, it's just a very confusing storyline. No, like, like,
0: it's very confusing. I mean, when you die, you explode. And, then, and then you carry a baby on you your chest and the baby
1: is senses ghosts and the ghosts are floating in the air and if you don't use your satellite to find the ghosts, they can drag you in their ghost goo under the ground and you have to... <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the babies are like the stillborn babies of brain dead mothers, but yet they're still like reanimated in some
1: manner. And you can like talk to holograms like normal people and you deliver things on your back like a mule instead of in a truck in a <laughs> delivery truck. Um, and you have to burn bodies as soon as they die or they'll explode. And yeah, it's, it's
0: all so delightful.
1: And rain ages everything it touches. And <laughs> what else fucking crazy God, about that, this That's
0: game. a world that I would love to live in. And also it's sponsored by Monster Energy Drink.
1: Oh yeah, he drinks lots of Monster Energy. I wonder if
0: there's going to be a point in time where... Oh, and his canteen
1: spon- turns water into Monster Energy.
0: I wonder if there's going to be a point in time where the sponsorship between... Uh, their studio and monster goes bad and they end up bringing in a different drink and they end rock up Star. Having, yeah they end up changing <laughs> everything to rock Nos. Star. oh my god nice is never
1: worst energy drink i've ever had in my life
0: and uh. i used to drink it all the time <laughs> see then that's so weird it's like you drink it all the time but why i don't you're, know you were like oh this is awful I really hate it. It was and like, I can't wait to drink it. More. Had
1: just come out when I was in high school, and I was in marching band, uh-huh. and all of us were like, "Oh yeah, let's get the newest need, energy drink.
0: We need palpitations.
1: Yeah, we need palpitations. We need our heart rates to be sky high.
0: We're teenagers. We're fine.
1: Yeah. So let's drink this disgusting like motor oil, and uh-huh. it tastes. You know, it tastes gross.
0: I do know it tastes gross because the only times I've drank it, when it was free, might I add, it tasted pretty awful. Um. I thought it was like...
1: We just drink Nas and we drink that Rockstar fruit punch energy drink that tastes also like terrible. Yeah, also terrible. The one that tastes like I I can literally like just chug a pound of sugar right out of the like out of the paper it's package. Just, it's just liquefied sugar. It is. It's disgusting. And like thinking about it right now it makes me like kind of sick to my stomach.
0: Not due certainly to our macaroni and cheese recipe. Oh
1: no! Speaking of sick to our stomachs, we should talk about this week's mac and cheese recipe. Oh because gosh. boy howdy y'all let's talk about this recipe oh yeah he
0: sound so excited to talk how about how
1: amazing and
0: god yeah nobody <laughs> nobody believes you um all right we're gonna cut to the chase this week's macaroni and cheese is the Disgusting. Food Network's Ultimate Thanksgiving Mac and Cheese. And, and this
1: was featured on The Kitchen, which uh-huh. is basically like, if you guys are familiar with the show The View, it is a cooking version of The
0: View. So so a bunch of talking heads gossiping about cooking?
1: Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's like the Food Network's version of that. Um, because there's like... There's literally a show called The Chew that's just like The View. But then there's a version of it that Food Network does called The Kitchen. Okay. Um, so on The Kitchen, there are several people that I respect highly. And when I saw this episode, or when I saw this recipe, I was kind of disappointed that any of these cool people were involved in making this recipe. And that they thought it was a good idea in general.
0: Wait, so this...
1: This is a show, yes. This
0: is, but the recipe isn't a joke. No, they
1: actually did this on the show.
0: Oh my god! Like they
1: did this on the show. I watched the video of it and everything.
0: See, there was a part of me this whole time that thought the recipe was some kind of
1: absolutely not
0: terrible trick. No,
1: no, no, no. They there is footage of them doing this recipe on one of their shows. Like is that Rachel Ray? Is Rachel Ray? No, Rachel Ray is not on it. (laughs) Okay. No, Retro Ray is not on it. My favorite person on there is Jeffrey Zakarian. Um, I love him. He's great. Um, he's an Iron Chef now. Was so excited when he became an Iron Chef. Me and my oh, mom. Oh, excellent. Yeah, me and my mom love him. Um, but he's on the show. And then the other cool guy that I like, his name is Jeff Morrow. And he won, what is it called? The next... Food Channel or Food Network star, show, okay. Which you may know, another person that won that show named Gaffieri. Oh, did he? Yeah, he won it. He won the first season.
0: Oh, is that how he came about?
1: Yeah, I think it was the first season or the second one. Yeah, but that's that's why
0: he exists <laughs> because of that show. Also, quick note, uh-huh. no turbo.
1: Yeah, he didn't. I'm did you hear that noise?
0: Oh, it's raining outside. Oh,
1: okay, I was like, oh, he's coming. He it's he did raining. not make it in an hour.
0: No, he didn't. Um,
1: maybe he's upset. Maybe he thinks that we don't want him in here.
0: No, that's that's never the case.
1: Or we actually outsmarted him this time. I see. But anyway, yeah, Jeff Morrow, he's great. He his whole like stick was you can make everything into a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> that was his whole thing. Okay. Um, but
0: yeah, so this macaroni and cheese though, like yeah, I'm it's, I'm so disappointed that
1: these people are in that these people made this recipe and endorse it it's
0: and and what's funny (laughs) is the first thing when you go and and look at this recipe listed underneath the title of the recipe is its star rating the reviews yeah because i mean they've got most most everything that they host on this is highly rated well-made recipes well it's the
1: food network everyone kind of trusts the food network that they'll put out something great
0: and they have the responsibility to do so yep Unless what they do here release <laughs> what seems like an April Fool's joke.
1: Yeah, and well, it was released on. Wh- where does it say? It doesn't say. I think it was. It was a couple years ago because I remember watching this. Um, but this ep- or this recipe has two point three out of five stars and thirteen reviews. Some of which we will read you now because they're hilarious.
0: Yes. Now a lot of them are anonymous reviews, which I hate because I would like to, um, you know, applaud these people. Yeah. For their honesty. Uh, one of them, anonymous, from eight days ago, actually. Oh man. Some other sucker who might have actually been considering this.
1: That that was for that wasn't a sucker though, like us.
0: Oh yeah. No, anonymous says. You all should be prosecuted for this mess. (laughs) End quote.
1: Eight days ago. In review. 609 days ago, Monique says straight blasphemy. One star. One star. Another one star from Anonymous. Fix it, Jesus. And then another one star.
0: A one star that says, and it's quite accurate, horrendous. Absolute waste of time. This is the most unsatisfying recipe on the internet. Please take this awful quote recipe end quote
1: down. You know, I don't want to interrupt you, but I feel like we're getting into beach too sandy water, too wet territory.
0: Oh, no, we. I like that though. Well, fantastic podcast.
1: Yeah, y'all should listen to that podcast.
0: Y'all should listen to it.
1: Next one star review. What in wacky world wide of sports was you thinking coming up with this foolishness representation of mac and cheese? You need to throw away the whole episode and that dish (laughs) after that. No recipe is safe from those ladies. The door. No punctuation anywhere in there.
0: End quote. Yeah. And two thumbs up on that comment.
1: Uh, Anonymous says, please take this horrendous recipe down. This is the most disrespectful mac and cheese recipe I've ever seen. Four thumbs up. Amen. 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 Nanya says, I made this. I took the stuffing Brussels sprouts, squash, and mustard and placed them into the garbage. I combined the rest with elbow mac and baked. Was not bad at all? Oh, and I added a ton of Velveeta cheese shredded. So she didn't even make the recipe. She just looked made at...
0: regular macaroni and cheese. <laughs> yeah, she
1: just looked at the recipe and was like, well, I don't like that, 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 or that. So I'm just going to not put that in there and just make my own recipe. Like what?
0: And, and several respondents had similar messages about <sighs> yeah. this only needed a few adjustments. <laughs> Just take all the terrible ingredients out and make regular mac and cheese. Now, what's really surprising to me is that there are actually some five-star reviews for this macaroni and cheese.
1: Those are confusing to me, though, because this five-star review says, Since my family are, how should I say it, mac and cheese purists, I omitted the veggies and stuffing and went straight on with mac and cheese. This recipe is delicious. (laughs) I have made it with all kinds of different cheeses. The mustard is crucial. It adds that little extra zing. It's amazing. A bit daunting at first, but actually incredibly easy. My absolute go-to mac and cheese recipe. It's not a recipe if you're not following the recipe. Well, she is.
0: She's just admitting everything that she doesn't want to put in it. Adding the mustard. Basically, her recipe is make mac and cheese, add mustard.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, what she, that's what she read. And she gave it five stars 1,041 days ago.
0: You know what? People like A-
1: Well, anonymous responded eight days ago and said, no.
0: <laughs> it, it's the same anonymous. Yeah, same, same anonymous
1: on... from Zach's first review that he read.
0: <laughs> he just said, no, you're wrong. Now, one person legitimately says this is the best macaroni and cheese i've ever made instead of using brussels sprouts i doubled the amount of butternut squash i also didn't use garlic powder but this recipe is definitely a keeper yeah don't Don't
1: keep this recipe if you're not not gonna follow it like and
0: we knew we knew i knew anyways that basically the whole objective here was to make a macaroni and cheese just to throw it away yeah, we knew. And we were successful in that. We we
1: knew. Um, so, Zach and I made this recipe, and Ugh. we I don't like to waste food at all. So, what we did was we made the mac and cheese base. Yes. And we put some of it into a pan to combine with our vegetables and the stuffing and everything. And then we put the rest of the mac and cheese base away because In I was like, pan. yeah, I was like, we can't waste this much food. This way too much. I can't, and I cheese. can't waste this because I know it's already gonna be disgusting. Like we can't waste this. So we got a little pan and we put um, the amount of Brussels sprouts and
0: butternut squash. butternut
1: squash that was proportionate to that little little amount of mac and cheese and the stuffing that was proportionate on top. Per and the, we immediately, per yeah, per the recipe, and then we took one bite each and immediately threw it in the trash.
0: I actually I actually took two bites.: Yeah, I took a picture I of was, him
1: taking a bite.
0: Because I was so amazed at how bad it tasted. which
1: is silly. It, it was, was know why you did that.
0: It was confusing. It was kind of like that episode of Bob's Burgers, where Linda makes a bunch of sweet potato pies, and they come out very terribly. Yet, for some reason, her and Teddy can't stop eating it. <laughs> yeah, go, can't stop eating it. <laughs> so, basically, we're going to just go ahead and break it down for you and let you know the score. Yeah. So, we start with noodle. Every time you say noodle. Uh, go no- ahead. Noodle. Noodle. Anyways. <laughs> okay, go We ahead. start with noodle. We used... What, what is this called? Cavatappi? Okay. Yeah. So, it's... Basically... It's the
1: corkscrew, a corkscrew
0: noodle. It's, it's just a really long elbow noodle Yeah. that just wasn't cut into three pieces like it should have been. Yeah, or more than three. Yeah, which honestly, the noodles themselves are quite long. And it made it to where you had to take this monstrosity of a dish... It was already gross. That was already gross and have to take a big bite of it. Just so you could get like the noodle in your mouth. So you're kind of it's kind of tricking you into eating vegetables. It's making you take a big bite. That's exactly what it did for you. It, you can't take a little bite and kind of weed out some stuff, shove that Brussels sprout to the side. You gotta get all of it. And especially with the way it's made, it's you just can't escape it. So the noodle did too good of a job. Yeah. We give it a two out of five.
1: Yeah, we gave noodle two out of five because it was just It just mopped up too much of the bad flavor. Like, I normally love Brussels sprouts, and Zach always looks at me funny. He's like, that is a garbage vegetable. Why would you like that? I love Brussels sprouts. I think they're great with olive oil and bacon baked in the oven. I think they're awesome.
0: Okay, fantastic.
1: But this just... Tasted so bad together, I don't know what it was, like now, it was just all of the flavor profiles together just did not work
0: to be fair to be fair to be fair to be fair, we didn't necessarily prepare the squash or we Brussels prepared sprouts them in the as microwave. They, as they were described to be prepared yeah. because so when you when you look at this recipe, it seems as though. This is supposed to be as if you had a leftover casserole where you've just combined all this stuff together.
1: Yeah. You're supposed to combine like leftover dishes from previous Thanksgiving dinner, like the day before, I would say. If you were
0: to have squash and And Brussels sprouts sprouts and mac and cheese and stuffing. Yeah. So... They said, take these squash and Brussels sprout and roast them in a pan with olive oil and And salt salt and pepper for 40 minutes, or 30 minutes, I mean, and then use that in the recipe. Well, realistically... We had to go buy those ingredients. We weren't going to do that. Yeah,
1: well, we had to buy the ingredients because we didn't have them for Thanksgiving dinner leftovers Yeah, we had to buy
0: the ingredients, and we didn't do that. We ended up just buying, basically, the steamer bags... The frozen bags of, yeah. of vegetables of each one. and just throwing it in the microwave and, and nuking season it seasoning
1: everything the way it's supposed to be seasoned.
0: Yeah. And so I guess, you know, maybe the vegetables could have a better flavor if they were, you know, roasted in the oven like they were said to have been done. But when we added it in there, it was, it was terrible.
1: Nope. It was bad.
0: It was bad. And so that kind of goes... That's kind of really an overall description of everything.
1: Well, yeah. So... Moving on to cheese.
0: The cheese that we used, again, we strayed a little bit from the recipe. It said to use two cups of cheddar and one cup of Gruyere. Gruyere. Gruyere.
1: Yeah, and we couldn't find Gruyere, so we used...
0: Extra sharp. We used the
1: extra sharp white cheddar that was like kind of comparable to what Gruyere tastes like.
0: And I then, thought, anyway, like yeah, like what I'm, we used specifically. Yeah, I'm not that hip on Gruyere, so apparently this, what we used, is quite similar so I think it gave us the, the, the notes of cheese that we would find in the original recipe. I think that the, the best way for us to be able to tell was when we just had that separate portion of just macaroni and cheese before we added the stuffing of the vegetables yeah. to it. And when we ate that, it was pretty good. The cheese had a great little flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Like it was it was different than than any of the recipes that we've made within the past few weeks. Yeah.
1: I think also because this recipe calls for mustard, um we put mustard in it too and
0: I think that really helped um the it, cheese sauce. It did it did change the it did change the flavor a little bit. And it, was, it was it was a nice change, really. And I was surprised to hear that it's pretty common to put mustard in your macaroni yeah. and cheese. I never thought of it.
1: Yeah, it makes it like tangier because if you don't have like extra sharp cheddar or something you can just put like a little bit of mustard in it and it kind of sharpens up it sharpens it up so you don't have to
0: rely on adding extra cheese yeah nice little trick there for all of you who want a little bit of extra zip in your mac (laughs) just put some put some mustard in it just put a little mustard in it now also it called for dijon mustard we used yellow mustard
1: But we didn't use, Dijon mustard's like made with champagne, and so it has like a really like, I wouldn't say boozy, but it's like really like a bitter taste to it. Yes. Like a sweet bitter taste. So we put a little bit less of the yellow mustard in it, so it wasn't as harsh as it could have been, because yellow mustard's just straight up like... Vinegar yeah so we just put a little bit of yellow mustard in it but it was still tasted really
0: good yeah so it was actually quite nice so like some of the other people said this recipe minus the vegetables actually pretty and good yeah actually pretty good so we give the cheese a three. oh out, yeah we give the cheese a three we out gave of five. cheese
1: three out of five because the cheese was good but we couldn't give it a five out of five because that wasn't tasting the cheese outside of the full recipe wasn't the same as eating it all together
0: yeah and eating it all together the overall taste that you get yeah because it is you know it is amazing uh, it is a mac and cheese and brussels sprouts is a pretty pungent flavor in the overall recipe Eh, you couldn't it wasn't all cheese yeah it just kind of it's just kind of gross so we give it a three out of five
1: so moving on to presentation we gave it a one out of five
0: because <laughs> this it is our first this is our first so one Score out of everything that we it scored. It looks so bad. Shot. Yeah, it did. Now what we did is we even took it and put it in like this little casserole style dish. Yeah,
1: we even tried to make it we look better. To, we
0: tried to gussy it up a little bit, and you know, really, we might be a little bit too hard on it, but gosh, it needs some tough love. The stuffing on top. After we put the stuffing on top, we actually threw it back in the oven a little bit just to kind of to crisp it up. Crisp it up fuse the stuffing with the overall macaroni and cheese dish it didn't the obfuscation that the stuffing provided for what was layered under, underneath wasn't enough to make it look good no. but it, it made it look interesting i guess it but made again it look but but again brought back that overall feeling of well let's just throw a bunch of stuff together yeah it just did not These look are good. just a bunch of leftovers let's just make some y'all
1: y'all will see what it looks like i'm going to post it on the facebook page before we we post or published this episode. Um, so be on the lookout for that disgusting looking mac and cheese.
0: Yeah. So its sketchiness <laughs> was not was, was was pretty apparent and therefore we gave the presentation a one out of five. Our first one out of five. Congratulations. Congratulations, Food Network. Food Network.
1: Yes. Um, so moving on to technique. We gave it a 3 out of 5 on technique because, honestly, it was pretty easy to make this. Even though it was disgusting, um, all of the components, the recipe was really easy to follow.
0: I guess just relying on the fact that, again, this is kind of something that maybe you've just got leftovers already. Stuff that's already made. Like, if we had to make stuffing, you know, that would have really made it more complex and way more complicated than it needed to be. And, And, again, if you already had vegetables or what have you, left over that you could just throw into it, and that makes it that much easier. And so, really, when it's just make some mac and cheese, or just mix all this stuff together, it's pretty easy. So, you know, for effort versus outcome, it still ranks pretty high. Yeah. So we give it a 3 out of 5.
1: And lastly, which will come to no surprise to anyone listening, or anyone ever, we give, in our taste category, this mac and cheese recipe a one out of five because it was disgusting.
0: I w- this is the point where I finally, and didn't realize this was possible, start to contemplate if we can give ratings lower than a one. Cause
1: <laughs> If I could give it zero stars, I would.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I think that overall, the taste, I mean, it still was a, a macaroni and cheese. You know, you, so you could taste that.
1: <laughs> it was still macaroni and cheese. But
0: the, there was so much, it was so busy with the stuffing. And then with the craziness of the Brussels sprouts. In and there. it was dense. Now, the, the 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 squash actually was kind of like the most muted and bland flavor yeah and all of it it was just filler so it was kind of just <laughs> filler i couldn't even really notice it in there but what we did is we we basically quartered the brussels sprouts to break them up into really small pieces that way we didn't get a huge chunk of brussels sprout but any chunk of brussels sprout in my opinion <laughs> is too much now, of course, for a fan of Brussels sprouts, it might not be so bad. Um,
1: I don't know about that. But I'm coming a fan, from a fan, it's coming it's... from a fan of Brussels sprouts. I like someone who will eat them as just by themselves a meal. Like would cook them and just eat them. Yeah. As a meal in their apartment. Don't eat this. This is so gross. Yeah, actually, eat it.
0: I'm starting to reflect on how this is... There's actually a bag of these Brussels sprouts just kind of chilling in my fridge after being cooked. I feel like I'm not going to get that smell out of my fridge for a while. Uh-huh, I'm not looking probably. forward to it. Yeesh. Uh, but overall... Um, the grand total score <laughs> of Food Network's Ultimate Thanksgiving Mac and Cheese, a 10 out of 25. You can't see it here, but on my little note mark.
1: He drew a mac- frowny face, but the little frown is a noodle upside down. <laughs> it's like a macaroni noodle upside <laughs> down.
0: Macaroni man disapproves. Yeah. Upside down noodle frown.
1: Mac- From macaroni man.
0: From macaroni man.
1: Yeah. Um. So yeah, our we've decided that we're going to do like a, a leaderboard of rankings for the mac and cheeses. So this means that so far out of the three episodes we have missy's mac and cheese at number one with a revised score of 22 out of 25 and then we have the jack, uh, daniels, jack daniels bacon bourbon. bourbon mac and cheese with a 17, 17 out of 25. 25 yeah and then we have food network's ultimate
0: thanksgiving mac and cheese with a 10 out of 25. folks Please don't allow us to make something that scores less than a 10 because if we do, I'm pretty gonna sure barf. that I'm going to lose it. And yet, we I'm have some ever, interesting
1: I'm... recipes coming up, so you're going to probably lose it anyway. Yeah. Like we have we have something called mac and
0: cheese soup
1: coming up that's uh, going to be fun. We have mac and cheese pancakes.
0: Now, okay, I'm sorry. That I'm looking forward to. We have a dessert Absolutely. mac and
1: cheese coming up. I think
0: that that will With probably,
1: blueberries in it. <laughs> I think
0: that would probably go okay. I'm, um, I'm not so sure that'll be a bad experience.
1: What else do we have? We have um, like a paella mac and cheese coming up that has like eggs in it. We'll see how that goes.
0: That might be manageable.
1: Um, but yeah, we got some interesting stuff coming up. So we'll see how your, your stomach deals with that. And if I can get some more funny pictures of you <laughs> eating stuff when you look like you're in pain.
0: I... You know, you had a pretty ugly face when you were eating I did, eating but you it. did not
1: capture it on camera. I didn't,
0: thank God. Um, oh
1: God, was it wasn't that bad?
0: You looked like a small child oh no. who was being forced to eat something that she really didn't want to and was crying.
1: Oh, yeah. And
0: And had the food in her mouth and her mouth was gaped wide open and the parents are going, just swallow it, just swallow it. <laughs> <laughs> and you won't taste it anymore.
1: I did chew for a long time <laughs> before I swallowed anything because I was like, kind of, I was just really grossed
0: out. Gosh, yeah. No, I, I was too. And I actually felt good about throwing it in the trash. Normally, like you alluded to earlier, hate wasting food. But I was just thinking, yeah, you, you deserve to go in the trash for assaulting my taste buds like that. <laughs> Never again. Never just,
1: again. We no. never have to taste this ever again, now that we have tried it and rated it.
0: Wouldn't it be awful if, gosh, you know, to think about it, that's probably not the worst food there is, right?
1: I mean, what, no, what, what if we were
0: in some gulag somewhere, we'd think, man, that was delicious. That was a delicacy. Yeah,
1: no, there are plenty of, like, food review channels on YouTube that have eaten, like, rotten, like, food that are delicacies in other countries, that, like, they have to close their nose to even take a bite because it's so bad. Like and physically, the... have to like like completely close their nose, not with their fingers or anything, but with like clamps.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, and that still doesn't really do the whole trick. No, it or... doesn't
1: because you when you as soon as you take a bite of it, it like goes up through your,
0: your navel passage. Yeah, like passages. it can, you, know, you know, like Naval yeah. passages. Navel
1: pass. Yeah, your own navel
0: passages. So
1: that's all um... we got for you today on Send Us Your Nudes. So if you want to send us your nudes, I mean noodles, please don't send us any other Form of yeah, no, nude. no,
0: no, no pictures. No. Well, pictures of, of macaroni and cheese, but yeah. that's that's it. Sensual pictures of mac and cheese. Sen- yes, classy, sensual pictures of macaroni and cheese. You can send them, and let me see if I can get this okay, right. Yeah, to hoping. our to our Google no, to our <laughs> Gmail account nudespodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, boy. Okay, or you can visit our Facebook page at Send us your nudes. Podcast. Podcast.
1: Yep. It's a picture of me and Zach, like a drawing that I did. Um we're like looking at a noodle, like a little noodle in the middle. Um that's how you find us. Um but send us send us your recipes, send us anything cool that you find, um, and we'll shout you out on our podcast.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh if you've got any suggestions on any future episodes, any topics that you want us to think about, discuss, cover in any way. If you know of any events going on that our critiques might be desired, not well, not that well, not desired, wants but that. like,
1: ben- like we can benefit from it. Not necessarily the place can benefit
0: from it. <laughs> Come on now, we all know that everyone benefits from what I have to say.
1: <sighs> Stop doing this to yourself. <laughs> you do this every episode, and like, never, let's just move on.
0: So. <laughs> Send us your nudes.
1: Yeah, send us your nudes. Hope you guys have a great rest of your holiday weekend. And we're going to go relax.
0: Yes, I'm gonna probably take this garbage out to the street just so I can get it farther yep. away from my house.
1: Yeah, do that. Alright. See you guys later. Bye. Nudes
0: for life. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> you got it, you got it. This was a pizza hut. Now it's come on with Dairy Queens and 7-Elevens. You got it, you got it. And as things fell apart.